What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Speech Analysis on the Public Speaker Podcast. Today's speech is actually a pretty interesting one. Um, if you don't get a chance to check out the actual TED Talk, I would definitely recommend checking it out on my YouTube channel or the original talk. Uh, it's about y- yoga therapy, at, and like it's called funny yoga. So basically, this TED speaker is someone who's engaged in yoga laughing, I think that's the name of it, uh, and they do this whole exercise drill performance of yoga laughter for a crowd of probably two, 300 people uh, at this conference. So the key takeaways from this speech is really just interactivity. Um, the, the speaker at many times is awkward and nervous, and, and not, not that they are awkward and nervous, but that they come off as awkward and nervous because they have to fake their laughter in a lot of these exercises, which is just naturally awkward and nervous, but the speaker doesn't really care, right? They enjoy the time that they spend on stage and that vulnerability of being awkward with a fake laugh is actually what allows the crowd to also be awkward when they have to do their fake laugh which is a really really cool just psychological trick that the speaker does to make everything seem as fun and lighthearted as possible um, so in terms of interactivity with an audience I thought this was an absolutely fantastic speech I would definitely check out the video if you can but yeah let's get into the speech analysis and enjoy the talk an astonishing 83% of Americans are stressed about their jobs. And about one in two of us struggle to stay happy. In fact, I'm one of them. What about you? Okay, so let's talk about that introduction. Um, That introduction started off with a statistic. So um, that is one of the ways to hook an audience, captivate an audience, get a really big statistic like 83% or one out of two, which means that uh, the audience is probably part of that statistic if it's that much of a majority of people. Um, are stressed, and then it transitions to a personal experience by the speaker saying, I'm one of those 83% of people, and then it says, what about you? So there's about three things that were done. A, there was a statistic that was brought up that implicated the audience and made them feel interested in the speech. Second, there was a transition to a not entire personal narrative, but general personal experience about the speaker saying that they are part of the statistic they talked about. Uh, which sets up where the speech is going to go. And then three, there was a question posed to the audience trying to get some level of interactivity in terms of what about you? Do you feel like you're part of this majority? Which then forces the audience to look back on themselves and then question, hmm, maybe I am, right? And even that time in which they're asking themselves that question or pontificating about that question that the speaker asked is good enough for the speaker to then bring them on the journey, bring them on the roller coaster of the speech. Uh, Again, that's what you're trying to look to do at the beginning of a speech is figure out all the different nuances of how you can get your audience to actually care, and then you keep going throughout the rest of the speech. So let's see what happens next. Well, I'm here to help you with that today by teaching you one thing and one thing only, how to laugh for no reason at all. Why? Because when we laugh, our bodies release a flood of chemicals and positive neurotransmitters that stimulate our brains, our immune system, and our nervous systems. In fact, when we laugh, our blood flow increases by about 50%. That's how we get the rosy cheeks. And laughing can actually burn calories. If you were to laugh for about 15 minutes a day, every day of the year, you could lose up to five pounds. All of these benefits intrigued me about laughter yoga, but I still had no idea what to expect when I went to my first class. The instructor started by giving us background on how laughter yoga was started in 1995 by a doctor in India. He found that our bodies and minds can't discern the difference between fake and real laughter. So we don't need a comedian and we don't need a catalyst 
to reap the real benefits of laughter. So I said, sign me up. And so we started. We warmed up with pranayama yogic breathing. And then things started to get uncomfortable. I had to laugh for no reason. And the instructor could sense my nervousness. So she looked at me and she said, Ida, fake it till you make it. Ha 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 Uh, so this is actually quite funny in the speech, right? Um, so uh, this is where it, the, the speaker is using a lot of the performative elements of the stage to get the audience to laugh. So it's kind of awkward when she's doing a really awkward laugh that's obviously in, in, in tune with fake it till you make it because it's not a real laugh, it's a fake laugh. And then she pauses, she lets that sit with the audience, and then the audience starts laughing because it's so awkward because no one's talking and it's silent and they just heard a ridiculous laugh. Um, so what the, the, the takeaway there is that the pause is very effective at getting there to be tension in the room, letting the audience internalize what was just said, and now the audience has to react to that. Either they're so impacted by what you're saying that they will be silent because they're waiting for the next word, or it'll be so weird that they'll have to let out some emotional reaction. In this case, it's laughing. The speaker was probably hoping that it would be laughing. Um, it would kind of be weird if it was silent, so they got the reaction they wanted, and now they're going to use that to segue into the rest of the speech. Awkward, <laughs> but it worked. It took the pressure off. It showed me that I shouldn't worry about what other people think or how it felt. The end game is a healthy life. I had to believe that I deserve to be happy and I deserve to laugh. And so do you. So that's what we're gonna do today. We're gonna fake it till we make it. We're gonna laugh for no reason at all. Because science tells us that within 45 to 90 seconds, your body will start to release that flood of positive neurotransmitters. And within about two minutes, fake laughter becomes real. So here we go. Who's ready to laugh? <laughs> All right, I need everyone to stand up, get the blood flowing. two primary techniques to laughter yoga. The first is breathing. The focus is on filling up our diaphragm, increasing our amount of oxygen, and helping our blood flow. The second is, of course, laughter. The focus here is on deep belly laughter. This increases the circulation of our lymphatic systems, and it jumpstarts our immune systems. Okay, so to warm up, I want everyone to take a deep breath in, Raise your hands towards the ceiling. And I want you to let your breath out with an audible ha. I want you to push it out. Ready, go. <sighs> nice job. Okay, one more time. Deep breath in, fill up your lungs. This time you're going to laugh on your exhale. Ready, go. <laughs> one more time, deep breath in. Let it out. <laughs> nice job. Okay. Now we're warmed up. For our first laughter yoga exercise, we're going to do something called cell phone laughter. Speaking on our cell phones is something we do. So let's talk a little bit about some of the interactions she did right there. Um, this was a really good way in which a public speaker made sure that their audience was interacting. So she did a couple things. A, she told them all to stand up, 
they all actually listened, so that was a good thing. She told them what to do, she told them how to laugh, and she took them through the exercise. Um, so it could have been seen as like she was an instructor at like a actual academy uh, teaching people how to do stuff, but she brought that to a conference and a public speech. Um, these can either go really bad or really well, right? If it's something that is not entertaining or not funny, then it can go really bad. If it's something that people aren't interested in, people won't, will do it with no energy or excitement. But if you take it, if you put in the work to set up the excitement of what you want your audience to interact with, they're more likely to interact with it. So the beginning of the speech was funny, it was humorous, it was a way to get people interested into the concept of being stressed and how laughter yoga can be a way to resolve that, which is why most of the audience interacted, right? They weren't forced to interact, but if the five people next to me are all standing up, there's some peer pressure, some societal pressure at that point for me to also stand up. So the speaker did the work needed to get the audience to be, to care, and now it's coming through in terms of the actual speech. Every day, but today we're gonna make it more fun. I want you to pretend that you just heard the funniest story in the world, okay? Get out your fake cell phones. There is no right or wrong way to do this. Just have fun with it. Take a deep breath in and laugh. up here up front. It's good stuff. All right. For our second laughter yoga exercise, we're going to do one of my favorites, shaking hands laughter. Shaking hands is something that we do every day, and it helps us connect with others. But today, we're going to amplify it and connect with laughter as well. So I want you to shake hands with those around you, but you're going to look them in the face, and you're going to laugh. Ready? Deep breath in. something that's been stressing you out the past few days. And we're going to take that and we're going to use it as a way to remind ourselves that we can't always change the outcomes in life, but we can change how we react to them. Okay, so what's something that's been stressing you guys out lately? Go ahead and yell it out. about a lot of stuff. <laughs> okay, but I heard, I heard cell phone bill a few times, so let's use that. Okay, I want you to pull out your outrageous cell phone bill with all its crazy roaming charges and overages, okay? And we're going to take a, a minute to remind ourselves 
that while we can't change the outcome of that crazy cell phone bill, we can forgive ourselves, we can laugh for a moment, and we can have fun with it, okay? So deep breath in, and laugh at your cell phone bill. I didn't tell you a single joke. You know, we actually laugh about 300 times a day as children, but only 30 as adults. I hope this has shown you how easy it is to bring laughter back into your life, to feel lighter and happier, and to laugh. It's within your power to make your narrative a joyful one. You decide. Okay, that was Happier in Five Minutes at the TEDx Ohio State University Conference. I thought this was really cool. Uh, I've never heard of laughter yoga before, so I'm actually going to check it out. This is very interesting. What I think was amazing in this speech was how well the speaker got the audience to care about what she wanted them to care about, right? Maybe a lot of them were having a bad day, a bad week. They didn't want to laugh, but they still decided to do so because they were interested enough in the topic. And then the exercises of these little drills that she's running are so uh, funny and exciting and, and, and they want more participation, then more people are getting interested in participating. Uh, it was funny, that, or it was interesting that at the end of uh, the third exercise, people started clapping because they had realized it was so funny what she had done in terms of creating this imaginary scenario with a cell phone bill and started laughing at it and the way she was interacting and performing on stage that the audience wanted to clap and essentially thank her for bringing this performance to the conference, to the TEDx talk. Um, so when, when your audience really feels that you've put in the work to try to get them to react in a certain way or get them to be interactive or feel something different, go on a journey on, in the speech and not just be lectured to, you're going to get rewarded with um, the praise and admiration of an audience that thinks you actually put in the work to be interesting, to give a good performance, to not be boring, essentially, is what they're clapping for. Um, so overall, I thought this was a good speech. I thought there was a lot of good body movement, a lot of good hand movement. There was a lot of performative elements in terms of just the fake laughter. And a lot of people would be afraid to laugh in a fake way in front of an audience because they would sound weird. This person did not care. I think her name is Ida or Ida. She like didn't care, right? She just wanted to have a good time. And the lack of fear of how other people would think of her for fake laughing is actually what made more people laugh and be comfortable with laughing when they were talking to each other in these drills, which made it an amazing interactive speech um, and performance in general. So I think the big takeaway from this is that you can't be afraid to make yourself look a little weird or dumb on stage because the whole point of that is to get others to feel your vulnerability and then be vulnerable themselves. Uh, so overall, I like the speech. Leave a speech in the comments you'd like me to review. Leave your thoughts and comments as well because I want to know what you guys think. And I'll see you on the next episode of Speech Analysis. Bye.